0: welcome to the podcast
1: three 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 uncles three 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 uncles in a basement
0: three uncles in the basement podcast welcome back to another episode of three uncles in a basement i'm here with bindi raj and uh i'm robin and uh what, what are you guys laughing at
1: it is funny and I, I can't tell if we're supposed to still do introductions or not like Anyways, okay. I
0: I treat every episode as a new episode cuz like I don't th- like we get new listeners every time. Yeah. And we keep l- Okay. I was I was looking at the analytics on uh on our uh our page. Yeah. And with every new episode we, we we get fewer and fewer listeners.
1: Yeah, but we're just starting out. We're only a few episodes in. You have to like give it time, you know? Like and we don't really advertise that much either like People, it's like right now, our listeners are strictly those people that actually know us. You got to give it time.
0: I do want to give a shout out to that one person in Belgium who keeps downloading our podcast. Yo, <laughs> yo, who, whoever you are, thank you for the support.
2: Slide into our DMs. Uh,
1: we would love to know who you are.
2: But do they even speak English in like Belgium in those Dutch countries? It's, it's, uh, how is Belgium a Dutch country? aren't they that it's, entire G- no
0: they speak it. french in belgium okay
2: well
1: but well, clearly this person they have like, good chocolate English they have good chocolate this person keeps listening to every single episode we release, so clearly they know
0: we have one listener in prince rupert british columbia i i know who that is i know i know them personally no i know oh, who is that i can't tell oh, you tell me I,
1: what <laughs> What does that mean what
0: do you, what do you mean what, it, what does it mean
1: you can't tell me who it is like tell me off air after
2: more no, drama no. for your mama shut up it's uh
0: it's sunny's sister oh okay so
1: yeah
2: um we
0: have a person in belgium kind of random but thank you
1: so are you gonna do a disclaimer
2: belgium is just germany with like the flag and just having like the colors in the opposite <laughs> direction <laughs> that is
0: true that's true uh disclaimer do we need one
1: yeah just like a little you know something something
0: roger
2: you do it this time all right yo Yo, fam. <laughs> okay, so our uh, the disclaimer is, uh, we're stupid people. You know, we. That's not.
1: That's not a disclaimer. Just
2: How let them do it. Just just do oh, it. Just do it. We're not educated, right? Or some people have degrees here, right? But we're not like educated in like all facets of life. We're just normal, simple people. So like whatever we say, don't take it to be serious, right? Like it's like Donald Trump. You don't take everything. Donald Trump says seriously, in the same way, don't take us seriously.
1: That's a really bad disclaimer. No,
0: that
2: is the best
0: disclaimer we've ever had since we've started recording.
1: I don't like it. Like, he just went off on different tangents and he's not even talking.
0: He covered everything we need to cover. We, we, our, our thing says, don't take what we say seriously. And he did a wonderful job of conveying that point. And he was just just just, to give, just, just an amazing example.
1: Okay, fine. Well, we'll go with this from now on. This will be our disclaimer.
0: I agree. Okay, um, first topic that I wanted to focus on today: parents. Running with our long-running theme of of, of parents doing parental things. Why don't brown parents like Western food?
1: I think it's a habit. Like they just—they're so used to just eating Punjabi food, eating roti and sabji, and now it's like eating anything else just feels abnormal to them.
0: But hey, knowing Roger. <laughs> He's 16 years old and he, he, eats, like a, he eats like a brown dad. <laughs> I've never seen this guy eat anything but roti. No, I eat pizza, right? That's... that's what grandparents eat. You ask them what they want to eat. They go, oh please order, let's order pizza.
2: Yeah. Why yeah. is that? Why do you always just eat roti? Because uh, that's just what my parents eat, right? And they supply the food around here. You have sisters in the house. They eat other things.
1: Yeah, but we eat, like, you know, like, chicken and, like, meat and stuff, and then he's vegetarian, so majority of the time, if, like, one of us is making dinner, like, he won't be able to eat that.
2: Why are you vegetarian? Uh, uh I was just vegetarian. <laughs> what do you, no, well, but seriously, w- where does your vegetarianism come from? I don't know, it was, uh, back in the day, her jokes, like, she wants to be vegetarian, so then I just became vegetarian with her. It's like moral support. She's no longer a vegetarian. She's
1: no- <laughs> so she's no longer vegetarian. Yet here you are, still a vegetarian. Yeah, because
2: now it's like weird to switch back. Right? No, it's not. It's like who's gonna judge you? God, My- myself. <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird. I don't. I don't know.
1: I I think for him it's like against his beliefs. Like he doesn't want to eat meat. So
2: is that true? I don't really have core beliefs. I'm not. Like, uh,
1: then why you just eat meat? It'll make life so much easier for you.
0: It'll make it'll make life so much more tasteful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is true. Yeah.
0: We're going out for steaks tonight. I wish you could join us.
1: I'm not gonna get a steak though.
0: I'm going out for steaks tonight. <laughs> I wish you could join us.
1: Anyways, okay, going back to the topic. Um, so my parents are always so hesitant to like eat other things other than roti and stuff like we've even tried to send them to like for their anniversary and stuff like send them to mandarin and stuff and they really like i don't know they just can't sit there and have a meal like the two of them they just end up coming back home
0: okay that's the difference between my parents and your parents my parents will actually go to mandarin and enjoy that food
1: so then your parents are fine eating western no, okay. foods
0: the only reason i brought i brought up this topic is because for my 20th, I think it was my 20th or 21st birthday, my dad said, uh, Let's go out and eat and celebrate your birthday. Yeah. And he's like, Where do you want to go? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Let's go to Moxie's. Yeah. And he said, H- How about we go to quality so we can also eat food that we like?
1: It's, yeah. I think like going to like Western restaurants for them, like they just don't like it. They don't like the food. Or I- even. I don't even know if they don't like it. I think feel like they're also maybe unwilling to try. Like there's a sense of fear there because they don't know like what the food's gonna be like. So I think they're just, just a bit hesitant to even try.
0: But the, okay, the, the 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 odd thing, or I don't know if it's odd or not, but it's consistent with every person from that generation.
1: That's true. Yeah, they're all like that.
0: Everybody from from their generation, ever since they've come to Canada, they've hardly ventured out of their comfort zone when it comes to food yeah. and tried new things it's always been roti
1: that's true like for roger's birthday last year we went to a indian buffet
0: <laughs> yeah there you go
1: he picked this well, of
0: course there. he it picked it dude. look look at him
2: <laughs> <laughs> of course he picked it i think it's because like i think they think that like when they first came here right you know they like didn't spend money on like expensive shit and i think they Deem like white food is like expensive. I think so. That's why they don't. It's never, not though. It's it's not, but like you know, that's like how they think.
0: And pizza is not even considered white food anymore. It's like the number of pizza spots in Brampton. Yeah. it's It's with uh, tandoori chicken on top and spices. The White people can't handle that. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true. There's even like now you can even get like paneer on your pizza and stuff.
0: Yeah, you, you can get cheese on
2: cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> like, what would happen if you like sent your like brown parents to a five star restaurant?
0: They wouldn't know what to do. They wouldn't know what to order. Uh, they would look at the
2: prices and and probably just walk out.
1: Yeah, they would freak out. I think. Yeah.
2: Like the Drake restaurant or like Gordon Ramsay or something.
0: No, they the uh, they they'd be they would look at the menu and just first of all not know anything that's on the menu because they've never been accustomed to it. And, uh, they, uh, they, they, they would enjoy, it. um, back when I was a kid, my, my dad won, uh, I think it was a Jack Astor's gift card. And I was, I think maybe 11 and we mm-hmm. went to Jack Astor's for the first time ever. And, uh, we, we went, we sat down we ordered our food came. We took, uh, took a couple of bites and we just walked out <laughs> didn't like it. Just walked out.
1: I don't think we've actually have ever been with my parents to like a restaurant, like an English restaurant. Have yeah, we? Yeah, I don't think we've so. We've never done that. Never. Yeah.
0: That was the first and last time. No, no. Actually, when we went to BC last year, remember that restaurant we went to in Stanley Park?
1: The one where we got like flatbread and stuff? Yeah, that Yeah, one. that yeah. was good. Yeah. They liked it. They liked the food.
2: Yeah. yeah. They liked it. Subway. Our parents go to Subway.
1: That's not a restaurant, though. It's like fast food. We
0: have this tradition of having burger night at my house, and we've had it since, I think, about 1998. Every Friday, we make burgers, and including burgers and pizza and Subway, that's the extent of their exposure to Western food
1: yeah i would say the same in my house yeah, yeah.
2: fries and that's fries pasta <laughs> well their definition of pasta. homemade pasta yeah. it's yeah. it's not real pasta
1: yeah like homemade lasagna like my mom she makes really good lasagna but it's like spicy lasagna, Desi and, lasagna. yeah
0: <laughs> what does she put in in her inner sauce
1: it's because she puts green chilies and makes it spicy yeah <laughs>
0: ginger garlic <laughs> Haldi
1: it. it actually tastes so good
2: It is good yeah. though, yeah
0: You guys eat way too much spice though, man I, I don't know how I don't know how you guys don't have ulcers And <laughs> And uh, uh, what, what What's that, what's that called? Um, ah, shit, man Like acid reflux No, yeah, acid reflux And that thing that you get on your uh yes. your, your butthole When you Hemorrhoids <laughs> <What? laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that
1: hemorrhoids are from too much spice
0: i think too much spice can cause hemorrhoids i'm, I'm again I'm, I'm not a doctor but i think
1: you're not a doctor what <laughs> <laughs> oh i never knew
0: so yeah
2: but after the reflection our parents complain about that well, especially my dad he complains about that all the time
1: but he still continues to eat spicy food <laughs> yeah. he doesn't stop But like for us, like we've...
0: I've never heard my dad Mm -hmm. complain about acid reflux. That that guy can eat spice and he'll be sweating from the spice. But I've never once heard him talk about uh, upsetting his stomach after.
1: Because, you know, a lot of stuff is not spicy. It's just not even worth eating. Like I don't even want it then.
0: Tell people how much, how how many chilies you use per pound of goat meat.
1: (laughs) So it's usually like 10 chilies per pound, sometimes 11 and i do the same thing with chicken so if i'm making like like chicken curry kind of thing right and i put like three chicken breasts in it then i'll use like maybe 13 green chilies oh my god i just i like a spicy
0: early in our dating uh she made chicken for me yeah and she and i took it home and i was looking forward to eating this chicken i took one bite and my mouth was on fire <laughs> and it was actually like like eating fire. It was eating like, like eating coals, <laughs> red, red hot glowing coals. Cause it was that uh, the chicken breast diced up into those little pieces. Yeah, and it was it was like eating coals.
1: I liked it. I thought it was good.
0: If I eat spice, I, I gotta be. I, I I need to know my schedule for like the up- upcoming two days, right? Like where I'm gonna be, how close I'm gonna be to a bathroom, <laughs> cause I gotta plan out my shit. Cause it, it, it gets uh it gets bad
1: i remember recently like my mom made chole, and she made them pretty bland like she put no like next to she put like no spice in it for you because she said like oh he's gonna come over eat it it was so bland i didn't want to eat it and then you ate it and you thought it was spicy and you didn't finish it because it was too spicy That,
0: that was bland for you guys that was spicy for me
1: but she did like she didn't put any chilies in it or anything like
0: I took one, okay, I took one bite, or, or sorry, one spoonful, mm-hmm. and I, I felt sweat on my forehead.
1: You need to, like, up your spice game, like, just...
0: I try, but then, like I said, I got to plan out my next two days, like, where I'm going to be, where, like, where, like, I need to know at what point the spice contractions are going to hit me, and how far I'm going to be from a bathroom.
1: <laughs> so, growing up, did your mom never make, like, spicy food, that's no. why? No,
0: because my, my mom doesn't handle spice very well either, She because she mm. does get... I think uh, she's had uh, Ulcers in the past And stuff Yeah So it's she. It's very easy For her to get Upset stomachs
1: Makes sense Okay Yeah so it's Different for us Because we grew up Eating everything Like super spicy So it's just Habit I,
0: I think if your mom Ate less spice Things will be Different in this house <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I
1: don't think The spice <laughs> is What's causing her To be you know Such a Aggressive Aggressive personality No.
2: No, nah, but the thing is, we, you guys think that we eat a lot of spice. Our dad tells us like, about like, the Gujati people that he like, works with. He's, like, those people eat like bear mircha more than like even we eat. So, I wonder about those guys. I don't
0: know, how, you know. I don't know. I don't know how people do it, man. It was, okay. With all the Punjabi restaurants we have in Brampton, what's your favorite?
1: I don't know. I haven't been to many. Yeah, so it's. Where did we go for your birthday?
2: Brars.
0: Oh. I've never been to Brars.
1: It was good. And I'm a brar.
2: <laughs> I, I i i gotta go bras is owned by a Pablo.
1: yeah did you know that i do
2: now, <laughs> I do now. um
1: but the food at bras was good i like it and then didn't we say we're gonna go somewhere else for your birthday this time where we are joe
2: was yeah, I in some place
1: oh, okay. what's your favorite restaurant
0: i like quality uh mm-hmm. particularly the one on steels the one on courtney park uh not so good
1: most of the Indian restaurants, we always just get takeout. We never really Yeah, we don't. But like, I guess Joel Sweets, like they have really good naans and stuff.
0: My dad's go-to restaurant is the, is, uh, the Moody Flame. Whenever we have guests from out of town, mm-hmm. he likes to show off Brampton's Pride and Joy. <laughs> <laughs> the Moody Flame.
1: You know what's really good, but it's not really like, I don't know, it's not fully brown restaurant. Like Rick's Good Eats. Yeah. Right, right? Like...
0: Yeah. Have you tried
2: it? No,
1: no. It's so good. He's uh, like, f- like he's taking westernized food, but then he's putting like a Punjabi twist on it. It's like
0: chaat masala fries, fl- uh, fries.
2: Damn.
1: Like stuff like that. It tastes so good.
2: This is a bald guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I've seen it on.
1: And so I think he has like a food truck that you can actually rent, which we should look into the pricing of that, because that'd be fun.
0: If uh if Rick's Good eats ever listens to this, we have a wedding coming up in September, and if you wanna. Help us out with your food truck. We'd be, we would be open to that possibility.
1: <laughs> what is? What are we giving him in return?
2: Sponsorship. Sponsorship. We'll, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: we won't charge for the first week of advertising.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, So if we did do sponsorships, sponsorships, eventually we want to. How does our pricing work?
1: I think we would actually like we'd have to look online and see what it typically goes for on average but I think we would have to create our own price plan of how long we'd run the ad how many shows would wouldn't the people hit us
2: up and be like I'll pay you $10 to advertise my thing and we'll be like okay.
1: $10? I don't know He's giving for okay. but no I mean I think you gotta they lay would...
0: people off then. We, <laughs> that. we can't afford your salary with $10
1: no I think they would come to you with interest and then like interested in being you know um, on the pod but then you would have to give them some, some sort of options of price packages and stuff right I think that's
2: what if we owe, what if were too expensive and they say no then what are we gonna do that's where
1: you give them options they we have zero leverage the in package this package that works within their price point
2: we have zero leverage no we
0: don't we have a global uh, listening audience and all the way in fucking Belgium <laughs> 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 this person's gonna be like whoa I made it <laughs> <laughs> want to listen to this episode? So you go? Oh, shit, I made it. <laughs> okay, no. But um, so my dad used to do real estate, and he used to advertise on radio. And one of the programs he advertised on was the Jigandar Bassi show. Oh, damn.
1: Did he actually? Yeah, he did. Oh, my God. And
0: uh, I think he used to charge a couple of hundred dollars a month. And this is back, uh, I want to say like mid-2000s. So if that was a couple of hundred a month, Mm-hmm. we should be, what, like, I'm not going to pigeonhole us. That's let's, uh, let's just a for people to yeah, reach out. let's
1: not get ahead of ourselves. Um, is there, like, any, like, do you guys have a clip of that, of your dad's advertisement?
0: No, I think Bossy would, but he's being canceled now, so I don't even know if he has it anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: that's true. Is No, but his show is still running, just him as a person is being canceled, right?
0: Yeah, it's uh, he still has his show, but I think he just can't enter any Cordwara in Ontario. Is that, is, is that what it is?
2: I think he can enter Godwara He just can't He's not gonna like gonna like support his stuff Or let him give a speech or anything
0: Basically he can enter But he won't receive any blessings Yeah you're not
2: gonna <laughs>
0: <laughs> His prayers won't work anymore
1: <laughs> Wait so he's still allowed at the Godwara It's just that um, They're saying that people should not listen to his show or something Is that what it was?
2: Yeah, I just boycott him.
0: So, okay, the statement that the. Uh, who, okay, who put up a statement?
2: Ontario Godwara Committee, which is all like the Godwara in Ontario, the collective committee. So,
0: it was in Punjabi, and I tried reading it, and uh, it was. I it was a struggle for me to read. And the, the gist of it was he's not a good representation of, uh, of, of Sikh culture. And that's why they're. Uh, they're, they're boycotting him
2: yeah uh i think it's just because like you know like i think what he says about like students and stuff and like God, I don't want like people like any bad negativity towards like the community i guess bad publicity
1: yeah i guess because if you watch his shows it makes the community as a whole look bad and then he does it for entertainment purposes like he's trying to you know like he's
2: trying to stir shit up
1: yeah he's trying to stir shit up he's he makes very like he asks very provoking like questions and makes comments and stuff just you know to make to get more viewers on his show to get more people to tune in because people love looking at drama and stuff right so that's all it is.
2: I don't think their statements gonna like nobody's gonna boycott bossy people are still gonna listen to bossy
0: bossy is is like the Punjabi community's prime time v- version of like prime time entertainment, yeah right no one's. He might not be a lot in Gordwara or whatever they're doing, but no one who actually listens to him is gonna stop listen, listening yeah, to him, yeah. just because of the uh, he's he's got that ed factor. Yeah, that come on, baby. <laughs> what's what's his other saying? Oh, come on,
2: baby. And his, his other one is what? Oh, he say something like no or something.
0: Yeah, like a, a lot of the shit he does, it's got to be scripted.
2: You know, what his thing reminds me of. Uh, like it's like when he invites like the people on, and then there's like, oh, you like you you touched me or like whatever whatever like whatever weird yeah, ass he situation. Asked for details. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's like um, who's the father? The Punjabi who's the father? Oh,
0: like, like uh, mori, Yeah. Yeah, yeah Look like at that. Speaking of mori uh, so okay, the mori Povit show, it was it was a lot of you are not the father or you are the father. And then the, um, and that was like the mild version. And then the, uh, the one notch above that was the Jerry Springer show. <laughs> yeah. When he, he died recently. Yeah, he passed away. He yeah. passed away. But the weird thing was, that show started off initially being on air, uh, I think like at 11 or, or 12 o'clock at night. And for some reason, we'd come home from school and like at 3.30 PM, Jerry Springer would be on TV.
1: That show was so wild. Like, um. And they don't have, like, they have to have security on stage because people start, like, you know, attacking each other.
0: That show was my introduction to prostitutes. (laughs) 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 I came home from school one day, and then Jerry Springer's show was on, and uh, they were talking about how, I think the topic was my girlfriend is a prostitute. Yeah. And for some reason, people we were watching the show as a family. I don't know why. <laughs> like, like all of us, just all of us sitting there, it's on. And uh, I must have been like, I don't know, like uh, I was a kid. And the topic was my my girlfriend's a prostitute. And I'm like, to my, to my dad. My like, dad was a prostitute.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> he told me to shut up. He told you to shut up
0: he well, he he never he didn't explain it to me yeah, so basically yeah. told me to shut off
1: but why were you guys watching that as a family it's so inappropriate
0: why is it on at three thirty in the afternoon on channel 28 fox tv
1: okay yes it's fox on just
2: messed he, up as a network yo they, they yeah they have yeah, like wild star, shows. like uh, anchor too. yeah carlson tucker carlson tucker yeah they fired him tucker carlson tucker carlson <laughs> Yeah. After school, what we used to watch was the Ellen show. Because that'd be playing. I remember watching that.
1: Isn't Ellen being cancelled now too?
2: Does she still host her own show? I think it's somebody else now.
1: No, I think it's someone else. Yeah. Because now there's been a lot of accusations of like... Like she was basically bullying people. Like guests that would come on her show. Like she would like do things and say things to make them feel very uncomfortable and then the whole thing that she's like uh really rude to her staff as well like so many people came forward about like how she treats the staff really shitty
0: i have a perfect title for this episode Mm -hmm. jerry springer Basi, and ellen
1: (laughs) 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 there was also one more show that's similar to like jerry springer and maury and stuff what was that one
0: uh there was uh Jenny Jones? Oh. I think it was... uh I think it was Jenny Jones and there was uh, The Ricky Lake Show. Mm. Um Cheaters or to Catch a Cheater oh. or whatever. That was... Okay, oh, I like that, that show. That was just people undercover following people
2: around. Yeah, but that was, that was cool. How late were you staying up, man? What the hell? That show was on at night. No, I I never watched it when it was airing but one day it was on the IPT box and we were just watching it just oh. chilling.
1: And I used to watch Cheaters when I used to play back in the day. It was interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah, those, those shows were wild.
2: The yeah. Kardashians, they used to watch a lot of the Kardashians. Who? These guys. Oh.
1: Yeah, yeah, we used to watch Kardashians a lot. But uh, so me and Sim, our...
0: I
2: can tell.
1: <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> so me and Sim, our after school show was... uh, It's a soap opera called Passions. And it was so good, but it was also inappropriate because there's like a lot of time people are just like doing it in the show. And we used to watch it with my grandma and my grandma didn't say anything. She was so into the show, too.
0: My family's go to soap opera was Days of Our Lives. And uh, yeah, we still watch that as a family, too.
1: (laughs) That was also inappropriate, right? It was inappropriate.
0: Okay, when you say people were doing it, they weren't doing it. You would just see the aftermath. They'd be in bed and it was implied they were naked because they were under the covers.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what it was, yeah.
2: Yeah, see. That's fine. You can watch that with your parents. No, we can't. I
1: can't watch that with my parents, but I can watch that with my grandma. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we go watch it with our mom, just not her dad.
1: Oh, yeah, exactly. My mom will watch. Yeah, my mom's cool about that stuff. She watched Orange is the New Black with me. And there was, like, girl-on-girl action happening all the time. And she didn't care. She didn't say anything to me. She liked the show.
0: <laughs> yeah, my family came. Yeah, we, no, no. no that's not ck with with days of our lives on the soap operas like the act has already happened yeah they're just sitting in bed and and talking but on shows like this you guys were watching it with your parents when things were actually going (laughs) down
1: yeah but okay just my mom i can't watch that with my dad when my dad would be in trouble for watching cartoons or having babies and stuff like Needs to be
2: like Netflix, Needs to you know how like on Netflix you can skip like the intro thing, right? Needs to be that for like scenes like like where people are doing it, like a parent filter. Like this pops up, you could just skip it That's called a kid section. <laughs> <laughs> the parent filter's called a kid
0: section, man. But the thing is like okay, with stuff on even on social media, I feel like I can't watch stuff on social media with my parents around with the volume up because somebody's gonna put up a a video or something with that with that sexual sound.
2: Or, or like swear words like Punjabi swear words I, or Punjabi swear words yeah. I can
0: listen to stuff with English English swear words with my parents around but with Punjabi swear yeah, words yeah, you can't do I that agree. man yeah and my parents know what the English swear words are but Punjabi swear words are just like like five notches above <laughs> is, it's so this dirty this like different. even when I use Punjabi swear words I feel ashamed Yeah. like I feel dirty <laughs> like my mouth feels dirty when I use Punjabi <laughs> swear words it's just, it's just they're just man
1: it's because Punjabi swear words are so, like, vulgar and, like, derogatory. Like, they're just some next level of nasty, like...
0: And the delivery. The delivery is the key. The to delivery. And, and some of them are just, like, you got to think about what this guy said to me. Like, like like you know the word salah? Yeah. Like, if you think about it, that is, like, that is, that's some psychological shit.
1: Wait, wait, so translate that. What is that word then?
0: So if you call somebody your salah, that's your wife's brother. So, if you call somebody Asala, you're basically saying, I feel kidnapped. Okay, no, yeah.
2: You're basically saying you're doing his sister. Basically, you're saying show. you're doing his sister.
1: Oh, okay. I never knew that.
0: That's, yeah, so... Man, Punjabi swear words are just... Ugh, disgusting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, the thing is okay so like in English you could joke with somebody like yo I'm doing your mother or whatever right like that's like a joke but if you say something like that and job just... <laughs> 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 you, you could you would die yeah The threshold for
0: insult comedy in in Western society versus uh, uh, our community is just very different. yeah. we used to have in grade six we used to stand uh, stand around at recess. And have uh dissing contests with like your like like your mama jokes. You can't do that in India.
2: You can't, yeah, yeah.
1: It would be taken too seriously and then like I feel like people would just get violent.
0: Like your mama's so fat. Like those kind of jokes,
2: right? And it'd be three ma
0: ni tea, right?
1: <laughs> people would probably just get riled up like, What did you say about my mom? It's like <laughs>
2: the the discurrent fight. Deck of just yeah. <laughs> they were fighting over whose mom makes better butter chicken or right? whatever. Who is this?
1: you've never seen the video you've never seen that video of Deckham
2: just going like no who who is this oh. it's like some okay so it's two yeah. high school kids it's like a group of high school kids they meet after school in like some uh, trail or some park or something and they're debating of whose mom makes better butter chicken and then it just somehow erupts into a fight and yeah. then like the most iconic line in Brampton ever which is like Deckham just going and then yeah
1: yeah
2: it's a very iconic video I can't believe you've never seen it
1: you have probably seen it before like anyways what was the other thing we're gonna talk about
2: children order
1: oh yeah 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 we're gonna talk about like the differences between the eldest middle and youngest child what do you have to say about that oh
2: my god why do you have that pink book on your shelf yes bindi why do you have this pink book
0: (laughs) on your shelf out in the open the cosmo Sutro. bindi why do you have this
1: Can I just live okay, guys? (laughs) Stop reading my books. Read us a page from it. I don't think that's appropriate for the show, okay? Can I oh should can I tell my Karma Sutra story? Uh so (laughs) (laughs) Why are you laughing? It's a great way to begin a story. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) when um i think i was like 16 in high school right and then it was sim's birthday um and so i got her that exact book that caused karma sutra for her birthday like as a joke i thought it'd be funny and um, whatever so we're like looking through it and then she like hides it in her closet somewhere and just puts it away and then my mom who's like a i guess she was she used to be a big snooper so she's going through sim's closet doing something she found the book and then we got in so much trouble right now i said like oh i just bought it for her birthday as a joke and then my mom like threw the book out but she was also worried that someone was gonna see it in the garbage so she wrapped it in like three four different garbage bags and put it deep into the garbage can so it couldn't be found and i was like seriously um but then yeah then i rebought the book later on memories
0: it's just sitting out in the open it's not even hidden. It's okay, The spine of the book that has a title on it, it's not even facing inward. It's facing outward for everybody to see.
1: Yeah, but I have my chair in front of it usually. Like no one really looks at that section of my bookshelf.
2: We fixed your window yesterday. Like uh, last week, I'm surprised we never saw it.
1: No, but mom and dad don't read like book titles and stuff. They're not going to know what it is.
2: <laughs> That's true. They're not going to know what that
0: is.
1: unless they, Unless they open it up, which they're not going to open it but looking at it, they're not going to read the title.
0: Man, okay. When when uh, when when we were kids, uh, my sister was into Mary Kate Nolson from uh, Folly House. Isha, right? And uh, she was on their website uh, and uh, it was like a fan Q&A. And uh, one of the questions was, do you guys have boyfriends to Mary Kate and Ashley? And my sister's reading it. It's just like a harmless Q&A. My mom walks by. She happens to see the word boyfriend and proceeds to yell at my sister. And you have <laughs> the Kama Sutra sitting out in the open. <laughs> On your bookshelf.
1: Yeah, I guess <laughs> different, different parental styles. I guess. Your parents read things, okay. My parents just don't, so it's, it's fine if I have it.
2: Yeah, they don't like. This, they'll be when it comes to like reading shit, they'll be innocent. Like, okay, let's say something on the news comes up about like some like people like rape or something, right? And it'll be like, oh, this person sexual assault against this person. And they'll read it, they'll be like, okay, let's say like Michael James, somebody did sexual assault against this one. And they're like, Michael, did you knock this funny, Yeah, they'll be like that, like, you know, like my dad could read that title, he'll come up to you, it's like, no, no,
0: I'm sure he knows what it is. He he knows what it is.
1: Okay, but this is kind of similar to the shirt thing. So remember, I have like this black shirt that says, "I look fucking good today," right? And I wear it all the time at home. No one has ever read my shirt to be like, "Oh, that's a bad word." But Robin was saying like, if I wore that at his house, like they would read it, and they like I it wouldn't be appropriate to wear.
0: No, you you know, you can't wear that stuff at my house. I I would never dream of wearing. A shirt with profanity on it at my house
2: our parents is more about like they like more physical images like they'll see that as like bad and like words they'll just be like as words who cares
0: so why doesn't your dad read the whole title about the rape allegation
2: why just why does he just say because my... by the time he finishes reading it the black box of cp-24 goes away <laughs> 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 oh, that's hilarious
1: Okay, but no, going back to what I was going to say with the eldest child, youngest child, whatever. Um, so, I read this book a while ago that one of my professor professors recommended. Are you opening the window? Yeah. Don't, because we can't close that window. No, we we'll, Can you open it? Yeah, we'll close fine, it. Fine, open it. That's fine. Yeah, so my professors recommended to me um, this book called The Birth Order. Uh, it's really interesting so it kind of goes into detail about like
0: how. sorry i, I want to update the title of this uh of this podcast jerry springer jinder in the kama
1: sutra <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a good one thanks um so the book goes into detail about like what characteristics and qualities you highly likely have if you are the eldest child versus middle child versus the youngest child and it kind of goes into it's a lot of different details it's not just putting you into one of those boxes it looks at like the age gap between the children as well they're saying yeah if it's seven years or more then the whole kind of spectrum resets um and you would be classified different so if i were to apply that to like us right with our siblings so sim would be first child then i would actually be last child because me and her joe have a 7 year gap then her joe becomes first child and then you're last child so according to the book that would be the appropriate like breakdown but it's super interesting cuz then, then it also gives recommendations of like if you're a first child what um you know if you're going to get married to someone like which order should your partner be in to have the most like successful or the best outcome for marriage. So it says that if you're a firstborn, ideally you should marry a lastborn. Um and it says if you're a middle child, ideally you should marry a firstborn.
0: So because you're you would be classified even though you're a second born, you'd be classified as a lastborn. Yeah. And me being a firstborn, we're good.
1: Yeah, exactly. Awesome. You don't have anything else to say it's about like, this. It's like
2: slayer morale in like FIFA games, whereas like if somebody's like a certain archetype and you put them next to a certain archetype, they're like good together.
1: I don't get that reference, but okay. You don't play sports
2: video games, also. Yeah, I
1: don't. Um, but I feel like the book is very accurate. Like it talks a lot about how first child, like they're they have a lot of responsibility and expectations on them because they are the firstborn and. Usually they are people that tend to be like leaders or go into professions where they're kind of managing um, others or responsible for others. Like Robin, based on your experience, do you think that's accurate since you're a firstborn?
0: Can you say that again? I kind of zoned out.
1: Are you serious (laughs) right now? Being the firstborn, right? Do you feel like there's a lot of expectations on you, a lot of responsibilities? Ideally, you like to be the leader in most situations and scenarios
0: expectations from my parents yeah uh there were expectations from my parents i was expected to be a doctor or something like that that didn't pan out uh responsibilities now that my sister has moved out after getting married yes before that no i I couldn't be bothered she took care of everything that my parents needed done um and what was the other one
1: like you like to be a leader in most situations
0: depends on the situation if it's uh, I don't like being, I don't like working in uh in, in group environments because I I feel like that takes away my, yeah my ability to lead. Yes, so I would like to be in leadership okay. situations. Yeah.
1: Okay, so it's kind of accurate.
0: And I I don't I don't really have that dominant personality where I assert my will. Mm-hmm. I kind of go with the flow. So, which is why it's hard for me to assert my dominance in a group because go with the flow and that's why i prefer to do stuff on my own
1: makes sense and then roger since you're the last child so it says like last borns are like usually more like fun and they like being like the class clown type of thing they like joking around they don't take anything too seriously like which i guess is yeah, you're yeah, all like yeah. that yeah makes sense
2: <clears throat> but i like leadership i like control would like, you control in what sense? And like group projects or like school or something. Because I know I could do so much of a better job than like other people. So that's why.
0: Yeah, I know. When it, when it comes to group projects, I... Yeah, in, back in university, I think it was for my marketing class, we had to do a, a group project and I knew there were a bunch of idiots in there. And it was... Like, I, I'm pretty sure I ended up doing their parts for them.
2: Yeah, you got to do that sometimes. Yeah, so... See that's why I don't like the school pro- like group projects in school because it's like not everybody puts the same has the same amount of like effort put in right like some people care more about school than others
1: That's true but then that's why there should be like peer evaluations with every group project cuz then you can say like this person did do shit Yep
2: yeah, you're not going to talk shit about those people
1: No but it's an anonymous form like I so for since I'm a part-time professor for one of for my why do you guys laugh when i talk about myself because they dicks
0: no we're laughing because uh it's like such a subtle flex oh i'm a part-time professor
1: well excuse me for having achieved things um and so in the course that i teach like i don't have an option like the college tells you what the breakdown has to be so there is a mandatory group project and i can't change that so what i do is i make the students do a peer evaluation so it's an anonymous form that they email to me so they can tell me if someone didn't do anything and they'll even do i make them do a percentage so someone contributed like zero percent fifty percent seventy percent they can tell me and that way when i see all the peer evaluations if you know, everyone in the group is saying that this one person didn't do shit, they likely didn't, and then I adjust their grade. Like, I don't give them the full grade.
2: Yeah, but if in a period, like, something like that, let's say I do 80% of the work. I'm not going to give myself 80% of the credit because then that just seems weird. It seems like the teacher's going to be like, why'd you do the entire thing?
1: It's not like that. You're not saying that you did the entire thing, but if you feel like certain members didn't do anything, you're just letting the professor know, so it gets, like you know, changed.
0: It's not fair though to the, to the people who actually care because their grade is being determined by idiots who don't give a shit about the project. Yeah. They're not going to pull their weight. They're not going to do what's what's required. So you got to do your part and then pick up a slack for them to make sure that you guys get a respectable grade.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why you do the peer evaluation because then you're saying that these three people didn't do shit and then those three people get lower marks.
0: Okay, but listen, let's say it's a, okay, a group project, there's like five of you in there, mm-hmm. and uh, you do your part to the best of your, best of your ability, and you knock it out of the park. Yeah. Two people in the group, they don't do shit. And because of them, the A you were supposed to get is now, let's say, a C plus, okay. right?
1: Yeah. I see what you mean, yeah, yeah.
2: This is what our English teacher said to us. She's like, when you're doing a group project, <clears throat> don't split it based on like oh one person does like halfway or another person does halfway she said do like two people do the entire thing together which i'm like that's hard the court how is everybody gonna like work together on one question and then everybody works together on the second question and yeah it's, it's not, not time possible efficient. like yeah. you
1: have to split it but then you need one person to oversee it all and put it all together and do a final review to make sure it actually flows and it's cohesive and that's where you can flag like you know stupid people who didn't do their parts correctly then yeah you would have to redo it because you don't want to do you don't want it to affect your grade in the end
0: yeah it's not fair so we've basically established that group projects should not be allowed in schools
2: yeah yeah, yeah. maybe if you can choose your own group maybe that helps to some extent but you, like if
0: you're an idiot your friends are also idiots that's true, right? You're gonna fuck off and not do shit until the la- until the last minute, and no one, nothing's gonna, is, is gonna get done.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, but I mean, at least if you're making your own group, you have like a bit of control. Like try to partner up with people that you know are gonna pull their weight, right? But then there's gonna be such a disparity.
2: You're gonna have one group that's like amazing, and then you're gonna have one group that's complete garbage.
1: Well, that's other people's problem. like
0: that's like LeBron, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosch getting together yeah. and then everybody's like, What the fuck, man? <laughs> That's not fair. Like you get the uh you got the South Indian kid and the Chinese kid and like who's like what? Like go uh, who who else is like <laughs> who else is stereotypically smart?
2: Uh Asian kids. South Indian South kids. South Indian kids. Um some white kids I guess. Yeah. You some can... rich families or whatever. Oh, really no okay
0: really like okay so indian kids and in, i think i think the further south you go the more intellectually brighter people get in india yeah because look at all the it stuff it goes goes south it yeah. doesn't go to punjab well, well there's nobody in punjab right now they're all here driving mustangs <laughs> and getting arrested in parking lots so you get uh you, you get those kids you get asian kids you need one more man Who's who else is stereotypically smart? British
2: people.
0: <laughs> what? Right they're classy. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean that they excel intellectually. Let's say Isaac Newton, sure. Let's like fucking like hundreds of years ago. I need one more for this analogy to work.
2: No, no, one this more. Oh man. Fine, we'll just see. It's a
0: partnership. No, but like, you need a LeBron, a Dwayne Wade, and a Chris Bosh. Right now, I have a Lebron and Dwayne Wade, and we're missing a Chris Bosh.
2: If it's athletics, then yeah.
0: <laughs> Come on, man. Okay, uh, but Korean, Chinese, Asian.
2: We <laughs> fine, well, fuck, I don't know.
0: Okay, fine. Arabs. No, I- I'm going to go with that one black kid yeah. from the inner city who just, excels, <laughs> who just excels academically. I knew a bunch of those kids w- when I was in school. So, we'll go with those. There you go. You have... Uh, that person can be LeBron. <laughs> 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 right? And the other, the other two can fight over who's Dwayne Wade and who's Chris Bosh. Like, anyways, uh, what, what was our other topic? Uh, it was, it's yeah. just got very racist.
1: <laughs> oh, no. We were talking about the whole eldest, middle, child thingy. Okay, fine. I guess. Well, oh, gonna... another
2: thing about the eldest, middle, child is... Yeah. A lot of people that I go to school with, they're usually the oldest child... And I'm like the youngest child. Do you know why that is? Uh, Because like my parents are super old. (laughs) They're dinosaurs. Yes.
1: (laughs) Makes sense. Yeah. And then, okay, you know, there's so many.
0: Those kids you go to school with, their parents are closer to my age than your parents (laughs) age.
1: That's true. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I guess the only part of the book that I really resonated with was when they were talking about. With the middle child, like, oftentimes you're neglected and ignored. I feel that.
2: I mean, you're clearly ignored. You have a common structure laying on your bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares what you do.
1: Like, they really don't. Like, I can just...
2: Yep, yeah, we can't come home late at night. I,
1: I can now. No one says anything to me.
0: Because I'm there as a Mali protector.
1: <laughs> I guess so. I can't
0: protect anybody for shit, man. <laughs> I've never been in a fight in my life.
1: No, I guess cuz like we're engaged then they don't even give a shit how late I come home. Cuz now you as can't all around. <laughs> Excuse me. So, yeah, that,
0: that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fear of all brown parents. They're afraid that if their daughter's out at night, she's probably hoing around. It's not true, not necessarily true, but that's the fear. Yeah. So, once you get engaged, they know that you're if you're hoeing around it's probably just with that one guy.
1: <laughs> okay, I don't think it's that you're hoeing around. I think the fear is that you're is late at night you're out by yourself or you're out with other girls and what if something happens, so if you're engaged you're out with a man who's who's gonna protect you, or whatever.
0: If you look at me you really think that I'm capable of winning a fight? You're tall. No, I'm
1: not saying that you are. I'm just saying that's what they're thinking in their head. You know what I mean?
0: If anything, you'll probably have to step in and save my ass.
1: <laughs> I could do it. Okay, no, but okay. No, what I wanted to say was, if you see all those like on Instagram and TikTok, you see those videos of like the eldest daughter in a Punjabi household and how uh they've endured so much trauma because there's so much expectations and responsibilities on them and blah 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 and then i see those and i'm like oh is that supposed to be like the norm of how the eldest daughter is supposed to be because then i think of sim and like (laughs) that's like the furthest thing like i was like uh like sims looks like relaxing not giving a shit about anything
0: if anything she's she's probably treated as like the youngest child of the family yeah
1: kind of yeah I could see that. She gets babied a lot. That's because they think she can't do anything for herself. So <laughs> they're just like
2: They take pity on her. <laughs> yeah. Like...
1: <laughs> That's funny.
0: I can't say anything here. Stop with us.
1: Yeah, you can't hate on her. She's not your sibling. <laughs> 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 um, and okay, and then what was the other topic we wanted to get into?
2: mannequin heads
1: yes okay yeah what do you have to say about okay. the mannequin heads
2: so my dad's always like to me start a business do something to make money right and then her winter's like bindi okay she's like start tying bugs on people who need them for weddings or whatever right
1: Cause there's so. so much money in that and no one knows how to like the younger generations they're not gonna know how to tie bugs even Robin's yeah. generation doesn't know how to tie a bug like
2: yeah so they're like do that I'm like, I could tie a pug on myself, fine. But tying on other people, that's hard, right? Because it's like the controls are flipped around, right? So I needed like a mannequin head to practice on. So I'm like, oh, maybe Dollarama has one. I go to Dollarama. And then we couldn't find one. So I'm like, Joe was with me. and I'm like, yo, ask like the auntie if you could get like a mannequin head, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and I started awake and I'm like I'm not trying to go near <laughs> you I'm like I'm gonna look like a fucking idiot, <laughs> you yeah, right so I told her and then she goes and she says, the auntie's like put oh, the Amazon to merge in there so order one off Amazon yeah but like yeah that's like 50 dollars on amazon so i'll just get one from Moore's. but the thing is uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like you're gonna steal one from Moore's? <laughs> no they sell them for like 10 oh they do okay yeah no but i was going
2: in shops and they just had like mannequin heads like on like different like you know people like clothed like mannequins right on mannequin. i'm like how would you approach one of these store owners to get a mannequin head without seeming like a
0: murderer hi hi there i, I would like to purchase one of your fine mannequin heads <laughs>
1: It, but it is it is a bit creepy. Like, why are you doing with a mannequin head? Like, what are you doing? It's weird.
0: I'm a 16-year-old boy. I, I have ambitions. <laughs> I don't look 16, though. <laughs> yeah, you don't look 16, man.
1: But yeah, get one from, yeah, Moore's then. But I was saying, you can even just practice on dad and stuff. Like, just...
2: just I don't, that's weird.
1: How is that weird?
2: But he's usually doing something. I don't want to just, like... <laughs> we
1: make him sit down? Like... <laughs>
2: stand still i'm trying to tie a bug <laughs>
1: <laughs> no but i think it's a really smart business idea i feel like it's if you learn and you're able to do it like do a good job like there's money in that and then you can kind of like control your own schedule take bookings that fit you and yeah
0: i'm sure you can make one at home practice on a ball like on, a, on a basketball
2: yeah i could do that
0: like it's heads are fairly you know, yeah round yeah spherical and uh basketballs and or soccer balls or you know yeah like,
1: but the thing is the basketball is not gonna stay like he, he needs something that's gonna stay in place while he's tying it and no one's gonna sit there holding the basketball for him
0: he's a resourceful guy i'm sure he can create a mount to put the basketball on and and have it stick in place yeah There you go, problem solved. You don't have to go to a store and ask for a mannequin head. No, I was just
2: gonna tell my mom because she has links. She was just gonna go to like Vancouver Cloth House or something.
1: Or like, what? Do you have any like teddy bears or something? That's
2: yeah, yeah, but they're small, and And the one huge one's too big. Yeah, they're not gonna be able to support the weight of a bug. Yeah, they'll just flop around.
1: Robin can be your model. He can.
2: People are doing things. You can't have people, okay? I did it once, only. I. Yeah.
1: Oh, but you did! Oh, you did?
2: Yeah, but it wasn't like proper, proper. Oh, okay. Was, like, you know. I see. Because I, like, when I tie it on myself, I can tie it like tightly, right? But when tying it on other people, it's like hard to like know like is it comfortable, is it tight, is it proper? It's 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 not
0: as creepy as you think. to Ask for a mannequin head. Trust me. I just ran over the scenario in my in my head. Seriously. Yeah. It's not that creepy. It's not that creepy. You go to a store, and uh, you just ask for a, for a mannequin head
1: i'm sure mom will get you one I yeah think, yeah
0: yeah so there you go problem
2: solved
1: all right and oh, see i feel like there's one more thing we want to talk about
2: uh we had bothered but uh,
1: yeah let's not go there
2: <laughs> india politics is too much
1: it is looks like a whole other thing um the maple mm-hmm. leaves
2: might win
1: we're playing today, right?
0: Yeah. Anything else? Or should we just wrap Racism it up?
2: Racism in the workplace. It's not tolerated. We are an ally here at this podcast.
0: So what this guy did was he <laughs> went on Google and he searched up... Like a,
2: like a racism and, and discrimination policy from some, I don't know, from some website. I went on Grammarly. Yeah. And they have like a thing like chat GPT now. It's called Grammarly Go or something. So I just typed in, type up uh, and, racism and like sexual thing in the workplace, sexual orientation or something in the workplace. And I spat that out, which was like a good two par- one paragraph about like racism and like sexual jokes in the workplace. And I sent it to these guys. But
0: okay, having worked in an office environment, an office environment without racist and sexual jokes is not a fun environment to be in. You need that kind of
2: humor in an office. I thought offices were just serious all the time.
0: No, man. Like, okay, uh, I used to work with. Um, okay, part of the reason why those jokes were well received in my office was because we we had barely any women working there. If if there were women working there, we would have definitely got in trouble. But to a certain extent, you need some kind of humor in the office in the in the office space.
1: So yeah, I feel like there are a lot of like jokes and stuff like that that happen in the workplace and you can probably usually you can get away with it because you have like there's different departments and different teams and usually like you're very um like bonded with your team if you like have a very cohesive team everyone gets along then you can make those jokes and get away with it because no one's gonna take it too seriously like they know like this is just you know how we kind of have fun in the office but where you can get in trouble is if you're joking with someone who like doesn't understand or reciprocate that sense of humor that's when you're going to in trouble by HR so you can't make those jokes in a larger setting or across bigger departments cuz you are going to offend someone somewhere
0: no oh, of course like you have to be aware of your surroundings and who you're making the jokes with mm-hmm. right and uh yeah like if you you can't make them in a like, like in a boardroom setting with like everybody else from like the, the the larger office in there. Yeah. yeah. It's just within your teams.
2: Yeah. So uh it's the office TV show, American version, a good representation of what happens in an office. No. No?
0: No.
1: No, it's it's not like that. Like no one has a boss like Michael Scott. So like it's just it's very unrealistic.
0: Yeah, it's uh, that's not yeah. indicative of a typical office. It's a show, man. Like they they have the it's it's uh it's comedy. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They and plus they do it like they're trying to make it entertaining, right? And then the whole premise of the show is that Michael Scott is the inappropriate person making all these comments and then everyone else is telling him, Oh, it's wrong, you can't say that, you can't do that.
0: That kind of boss wouldn't last very long. They would get fired very, very quickly. Exactly.
2: Let's do yeah, a social experiment.
0: <laughs> let this <laughs> let this podcast get big enough and we'll do a social experiment. Yeah. Uh, so the the thing that I'm confused about when it comes to office space is, um, office romances. Now you being in HR, mm-hmm. are they okay?
1: So it depends on the company. Like it, if your company has like very explicit policies around against dating each other and stuff, then it's not allowed in certain organizations. Where I work, it is allowed. So actually, a lot of people um, that work where i work like they end up dating a lot of people got married that are are in different departments so there's no rules against it um so it just really depends on the organization where you can get in trouble is that if you start dating someone that reports into you because that can very easily become a conflict of interest right because you're doing their performance reviews and now you're biased because you've engaged in this personal relationship with this person so that's where you have to be really careful and Um. Again, like follow your organization's guidelines of like disclosing it beforehand, or maybe changing the lines of reporting for that individual, so you're not, you know, getting in trouble.
2: We used to have a conspiracy theory at school. There was these two Asian teachers, one Asian guy and one Asian like girl, right? And we we had a conspiracy theory that they were hooking up. That
0: also happened in my school. We had a, we had a, we had an English teacher. She was my English teacher, and we had a computer science teacher. And it was commonly believed that they were hooking up.
1: That happened in my school too, like elementary school. Um, I think it was like the science teacher who was dating. Like first there was just rumors that she was dating. I don't know, like he was a different teacher, English teacher or something. And then it was confirmed later they ended up getting married.
2: Damn. That's pretty cool. Lost her teacher, I don't know if this is true. Allegedly, he got caught watching porn in the school. Who? Uh, Over here in uh, Brampton, uh, our French teacher. Wow.
0: I mean, he's a man. He's got needs.
1: But, like, do that at home. Why are you doing that at school? It's so inappropriate.
0: (laughs) I don't know. Maybe he had his phone hooked up to the projector or something. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know.
1: (laughs) A lot of scene from just like Pornhub just like pops up there.
0: How do you know what that is?
1: Doesn't everyone know what Pornhub is? I'm joking. Yo, the Netflix documentary, God. man. Joke, man, joke. She watches more Netflix than
2: everybody. She should be the spokesperson.
1: Oh yeah, um, there's a whole Pornhub yeah. documentary.
0: Yeah, we tried watching that, but I think your parents were around.
1: Oh yeah. I didn't end up watching it though. Did you?
0: Nope. Okay, uh before we wrap up, I just wanna give uh one of my cousins a shout out for buying her first house. Congratulations.
1: Woo woo.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, really happy for you uh, and your new house. Look forward to seeing it soon. And on that note, we're gonna wrap it up. Everybody, have a good day, good night, good morning, whenever you, wherever you're listening. If you're in Belgium, special, special, <laughs> special shout out to you. Alright, guys, bye.